Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Burnley. Um, yes, it has been. It's been a week since the Merseyside derby and the nil-nil draw that led to Man City regaining first place for the first time since December. And um, in the lead up to this. Premier League fixture today um, we had to wait to see what Manchester City um, were going to do to Watford at home they came through 1-3-1 uh, a slight dubious goal but regardless of that you could say Man City deserved to win that game which meant that the point gap was reduced to was sorry was increased to four and with Liverpool playing today means that we had to win to ensure that we close the gap back to one and it, the kickoff time was kind of weird Sunday at 12 o'clock you don't really see that happening often um but yeah it's just another TV schedule loop thing Liverpool had to get over with and our home form has been quite spectacular this season. So, on paper, we should beat Burnley. And I'm going to talk about the game in general. So, the lineup for now. In goal, you had um, Allison, left back, Robertson, centre back, Van Dijk, Matip, right back, Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three was Fab uh, yeah, Fabinho, Gini Wanaldum, Adam Lalana. And up front, you had the trio Salah, Mane and Firmino. Yes, you heard me correctly, Adam Lallana. The last episode, I was talking about why would Klopp bring on Lallana. And when you got Keita and Shakiri on the bench. Um, but LFC's Twitter was in flames again <laughs> when the lineup was announced that Lallana would be starting this time. So I was com I was confused about why he would do that, but um, but yes. Yeah, so but I thought I felt maybe maybe something he's seen something different this week, or maybe he's been blackmailed <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, um, in the pre-match interview, Klopp was talking about he was playing well in training, so that was his reason. So fair enough. So yeah. So, first half, the game starts now, and let me just tell you now, I know, remember when Klopp was blaming the wind for um, the Everton draw? Um, he, had, he could have, he had a case today, because today's weather was so bipolar, he could have blamed climate change if, if anything was to go against his way in this game. We had rain, we had sun, we had wind, we had hailstones. Any any type of weather on top of your head, you could name it. And yeah, it was uh, it was a uh, the first ten minutes was a uh, we were all trying to find our feet, and um, the first incident happens where a long ball from Burnley is going towards Matip, and Matip. Under no pressure. He's got a Burnley player chasing him down with his back turned. But there's a good 10 yards between him and uh, and the Burnley and the Burnley striker. Uh, so what Matip decides to do 
not clear it for a throw in, not at least wait for the ball to stop setting, wait for the ball to settle and pass it. He just panic headers and gives away a corner. So I was thinking, oh Jesus, why would you do that under no pressure? It's very strange. And then um, Burnley had a corner now. And remember when I said it's, it was very windy today. So this ball is whipped in from on the left-hand side corner from Westwood. And it loops over everyone. And then um, you see about two, three players climb on Allison as this ball is looping over Allison's head into the net. And it's 1-0 Burnley. And the referee doesn't see the f- clear and obvious foul on Allison. I don't know what is going on with officials this season. It's it's really frustrating. It's like Michael Oliver is the only one that is capable of making a sensible decision. And I cannot wait for VAR to be to come next season because this is getting ridiculous. When VAR VAR would have instantly rectified this and said no, it's not a goal. But it sold a dream to Burnley for them to be like, yeah. We have the lead now. And now Liverpool players decided, okay, let's step up. Let's let's drive. And and you can see it now. Adam Lallana off the ball work rate. Anytime a Burnley player was on the ball, it was like seeing the 16-17 version of Lallana. The high press, closing down, winning the ball and passing it to uh, Genie or Trent or Robertson for that progressive play. Um and and you could oh Firmino as well who and the energy levels were there. You had Salah um dribbling trying to test the keep trying to test the the left back of a Burnley player. Um and then it, it was about five six minutes later where Salah has the ball outside the box. Um he dribbles he dribbles in the box. He try he sees Firmino entering uh and then he he put he crosses it in. With his right foot, and then the ball ricochets off. Two, I think one Burnley player misses it. The second one, the second Burnley player ricochets off his calf, and the ball falls to Firmino from about one yard, who can't miss. It's a tap in, one one Liverpool, and that stat meant it was Bobby's tenth Premier League goal this season. So, and I read the stat somewhere. We are the first team in the Premier League this season to have three players score ten or more goals. So that was nice to see. Um, and then yeah, we we kicked on from there. We started we started to play, but then the conditions were just so confusing. You were seeing hailstones. So every time, sometimes, um, you know how Trent and Robertson like to do long balls. You couldn't do that with this wind. This wind would just either take the ball further away from players or it would blow the ball back towards um, themselves. And then you were seeing Trent Alexander-Arnold overhitting so many passes and it just wasn't working. Uh, and and it just same with Gini Ronaldo. He, he wasn't really effective um, in this game, which is weird because at home he's able, he's able and capable to do it. Um, then the second opportunity comes where, I'm trying to remember what happens. Right, I think, yeah, I remember what happens now. 
Um, Burnley, a Burnley player tries to clear their lines, but Adam Lallana closes down, closes down the angle, slides, slide tackles, and as the Burnley player kicks, as the ball Burnley ball clears it, so it ricochets off Lallana's leg. It then falls to Mohamed Salah, who tries to shoot, but then he's tackled, and then the ball is set perfectly for Mane to run up diagonally. And he does that, he does that, you know, that FIFA finish, that R1 circle or R1 square or whatever console you play on, and curls it, back stick, top corner, 2 1 Liverpool. Sadio Mane scores again at home. So that's six goals in six, six home games, yeah, for Sadio Mane, which was nice to see. And then, um, yeah, that was pretty much. That was pre- and then the rest of the game was kind of like, let's not overcomplicate things after the first half. was like, let's not overcomplicate things with the weather being unpredictable because it was sunny, windy. It was so difficult for both teams to try and implement something. But for Burnley, they'd probably, they would prefer this weather because they're a team that likes to just long ball everything and just hoof and long throw. That old school way of playing football, do you know what I mean? So that was relative. That was the first half. It was a very weird game to watch with the weather and that bizarre moment in the first half. But we managed to regain. We managed to come back from our little adversity moment, show a sign of what Premier League champions want to do and take the and come bounce back from a losing position to win to being a winning position at half time. And then the second half now. Um, was more or less um, Liverpool showing attacking intent from the 45th to 60th minute. Um, but again, Trent Alexander-Arnold was misplacing passes. Salah was doing this thing where he's dribbling, he's dribbling, his head is up. When it's time to make that key pass, he falls asleep. He falls asleep and then he gets tackled. Or it's like... Because he's got the... Okay, uh, he's got not the his, the confidence thing is with him at the moment because he hasn't scored in about four games now. It's not that he can't dribble; it's that when it comes to shooting areas, he's not doing what he was doing last season, where he's instinctively taking on players. But I remember there was a moment in the second half where he did dribble past a Burnley player. Um, he tries to shoot. Tom Heaton saves it, and then um, yeah. And then I think we had a corner from that, but it was over hit. But yeah, it was very weird. And then um, there was a brief moment again where... Uh, no, not a brief moment. Then when the ball was... When there was a goal kick in about... I can't even remember. The 60-something minute. Tom Heaton tries to do a, a usual goal kick, but with the weather conditions as they were, the ball won't work. How he'd like to kick the ball wouldn't work in his favour. So when this happened, the ball falls into Salah. Salah's knocked it out of his feet. He's running. All the Burnley players are on the high line, on the halfway line. He's running. He's running with the ball towards goal. But um, as, he's, as, he, as he enters the box, you see Bobby Firmino run alongside with him. As he's entered the box, he's, slow, he's slowing down. As he's trying to position himself for a shot. He's about to shoot. 
And the Burnley player makes an excellent challenge on Mohamed Salah. But when he, when, the, when, he tackles, when he tackles Salah, the ball falls into a Bobby Firmino who just manages to tap it in 3-1 Liverpool. And um, so then, yeah, yeah I, 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 feel, I, feel, I feel so bad for Salah because he, he's getting in them positions, but it's like, it's the confidence thing. You know, when, you, when you're in the drought, you take anything, do you know what I mean? And I felt sorry for him, but Firmino stepped up, scored. That's his 11th Premier League goal. Um, it's good to see. And then um, from there, we were trying to just shut the game out, which we, we were doing, to be fair. Klopp decides, OK, Burnley are not really making that kind of threat as they were, as they was in the first half. Well, they didn't really threat us anyway, threaten us anyway. If anything, it was just long balls. So a substitution is made. Genie Wijnaldum comes off. Henderson comes on. Um... Yeah, and then about five minutes later, I believe, Naivi Keita comes on, Lalana comes off. Lalana's performance, off the ball, amazing. I'd say eight, nine out of ten. And he surprised, he surprised the entire LFC fan base. Off the ball work rate was amazing. On the ball, he could, he could be better, I'm not going to lie. He, on the ball, he was about six out of ten. But it was what he was doing off the ball that, that helps that fluidity from transition from winning the from winning the ball to making a progressive attack. And yeah, and then um the final sub was Sturridge came on for Trent, which meant but this was like in the eightieth minute, which meant Henderson was playing right back, which was weird. Um but yeah, but anytime Burnley players were attacking in the second half, they realised Matip and Trent were the ones with the vulnerabilities and Robertson and Van Dijk were clearing up. So any kind of progressive attack they were trying to do down Matip and Trent Alexander-Arnold's right-hand side. So I could understand why Klopp took Trent off. It wasn't his best game. Deliveries, every time he tried to cross a boy, was overhit. But uh, I can, you can reason with him with weather conditions or being was atrocious. If you watch, if you watch the game or, or going to watch highlights of the game, you'll fully understand what I'm talking about. This ain't a, this ain't me sympathizing with Klopp of what he was saying earlier in previous games with the weather. But this time, it was clear in plain sight to see that the weather was having an adverse effect on both teams. And then um yeah, Burnley made their subs as well. Peter Crouch came on. Uh, he got an, a good reception from. Burnley and Liverpool fans, as you know, he's a former Liverpool player. Had good, he had a decent three three seasons with us. Yeah, before he went to Tottenham, and then um, yeah, it was just about trying to shut the game out. Oh uh, yeah, then um, there was another chance we could have made to make it four one. I remember now before Trent came off. Sorry, yeah, Trent hits the ball, but it hits it so hard across goal when he's crossing it in. That when Mane tries to tap it in, he had to like fall over to get a foot on the ball, and then the ball bounces, hits the crossbar, goes out. Yeah, forgot to mention that bit. But anyway, fast forward now, back to the 90th, 90th minute, where you're thinking, okay, we need to see the game out. Um, then Burnley, I can't remember how how this goal happened. It was just, I think the defending was lazy. They whipped the ball in. A Burnley player heads it down. That Goodmanson, whatever, 
He shoots and the ball goes in and it's 3-2. And now Liverpool players are anxious. Anfield crowd is anxious. You thought the game was done and wrapped up. But no, um, we still had to play with we still had to play with a bit of nerves. But then um, Salah tried to do something. He made a missed pass. Crowd was anxious. Kato made a missed pass. Crowd was anxious. Um and then fight and then there was a brief moment where Sturridge was on the ball. He cuts in because Burnley players were pressing high for that late equaliser. It meant the LFC counter was easy. So Sturridge plays a delicious diagonal through ball into Mane for him to run to, and Tom Heaton has to make a decision: does he go try and run for the ball or or and leave a potential gap for? Mane or does he stay back? He tries to go for the ball. Mane gets there first. He goes around Mane. Tom Heaton tries to half-heartedly take him down. But Mane withstands the, withstands the challenge. He still stands firm. You see Salah running in. Um, he could have squared it to Salah for a tap-in if he wanted to. But the way Salah was playing, it was understandable for Mane to just shoot the ball, slot it in. For himself, 4-2. Now it's game over. Liverpool win, 4-2. Gap close to one. Um, Two goals for Firmino, two goals for Mane. Unfortunately, Salah didn't score, but the win was the most important thing. Um, That's why you have a deadly trio, because if one person doesn't step up, it allows Mane or Firmino to do so. Um... Because Firmino was in a bit of a drought. He got rid of that. Mane has been immense in 2019 so far. Salah not quite the same. But in the, in the first half of last season, it was complete opposite. Salah was the one stepping up. Mane was the one ghosting a bit. But that's why. But that's, it just shows you the depth we have in attack and the quality that we have. So yeah, 4-2 win. Gap produced to 1 um, it, I'm glad we kept we preserved that two goal difference in the scoreline today. I know Man City overall on the table, um, the goal difference is about five. So yeah, um, so yeah, the gap's reduced to one, and I believe Manchester City, Manchester City have an FA Cup game next weekend, which means that Liverpool have a free game, free um, have a chance to go into first place. Um, next week if they beat Fulham away from home which they should do because Fulham's confidence is shot to pieces and they're, they're pretty much going to be in the championship and yeah that that should be nice to see um, but yeah it was good 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 team performance man of the match I'd probably give it to Adam Lallana because he probably surprised everyone um, or you could give it to Mane it, it depends how you look at the game. Um, or even Van Dyke, because he did nothing wrong. But in terms of making a significant difference, you'd probably give it to Mane. But me personally, I'm giving it to Lallana because he surprised me and he surprised everyone with how good his work rate was off the ball. So I'll give it to Lallana. Um, Salah, will he, will he bounce back from this drought? Yes, he will. I don't know when, but I know he will. 
and um, it's coming. It, it does. I know the most important thing is to win. He still he got an assist today. Let's not forget that. It may have deflected, even though he, when he when he made this assist, but it still counts. It still counts regardless. Um, yeah, but I know he wants the goal. The goal is the one that mentally it gives you that dopamine shot in your head. That ah, that feel good feeling again. Because he'll be happy that the team won. But at the same time, I know part of him will be like, I could have got a goal today. And yeah, um, Trent, he could have done better balls. But it doesn't matter anyway. I don't want to be too negative. It's about winning. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a podcast for the first time in a while about victory. When do I ever get to do that? So it's good to see. Right, so the next Premier League, Premier League game. The next Liverpool game is away in Munich. Champions League second leg. It's nil-nil. It was nil-nil on the first leg. Remember that we don't have to win this game to go through. A score draw takes us into the next round. So there's pressure on Bayern Munich, if anything. If Liverpool score one, it means Bayern have to score two. That's as simple as it is. I'll take, I'll take, and I will take that. The only worrying thing is our away performances have been stinking recently. And that midfield selection, whatever Klopp is going to choose, is going to be crucial. If he goes with Genie, Fabinho, Henderson, I'm worried. Ideally, but I ideally I'd love to. Ideally, I'd like I'd like to see. If he goes with Lallana on Wednesday with Genie and Fabinho, I I don't think I'd mind too much. We just need a player that can link midfield to front three, because we have to we have to score. Let's not forget that. To go to win on Wednesday, we have to score. So he has to kind of not go conservative and make sure we push on. So it'll be interesting to see what the lineup is then. But yeah, um that game will be televised obviously. So I'll be able to watch it. So yeah. Um we are in for an interesting seven days of football. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Yes, it's about been a, it's about time that I talk about positive win for Liverpool and I've been able to watch it on the televised game. It's it's good to see. So yeah. Um thank you guys for listening. Like, share and subscribe to my podcast. I appreciate it a lot and I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Thank you.